0: I want to turn our focus to a, a dangerous situation involving a, a fire captain with the uh, London Fire uh, earlier this week. Uh, fire crews responded spotted to alarm at 1182 Adelaide Street North. This was just before 2 a.m. on Tuesday. Uh, soon after the uh, fire department arrived, a, a captain requested help over the radio from London police because of a person who was providing a problem. 20 minutes later, the same uh, fire captain was heard on the radio saying they'd had a, a physical assault needed police to uh, to get there. One of the issues uh, for London police is uh, the queue uh, they've had at, at times, uh, which can get quite long. Earlier this week was around 200 calls. Police response time has been an ongoing issue for both the public and police themselves who have spoken out on this. So I want to talk about this incident uh, because this is uh, quite serious. Uh, to do that, we're joined by uh, Jason Timlick, president of the London Professional Firefighters Association. Jason, I appreciate the time today.
1: Good morning, Devin. Thank you for having me on again. It's so been a while
0: yes, it has been a while. Good, to, good to chat again. I uh, wish it were something better than this, but uh, yeah, me too. Uh, to go back to earlier this week, what happened with this call on Adelaide Street North?
1: Well, you got most of the details right. I won't speak to the specifics because it wouldn't be appropriate. But you're right. Early in the morning, fire crews were sent to a call. I think it was just after two o'clock in the morning, uh, where they encountered a citizen and. Uh, the system became aggressive not only with firstly with the the citizens that were there requesting help from the fire department and that's when the fire captain stepped in between to help protect one of the citizens from the party that was being aggressive and violent and he uh, called for police subsequently he was assaulted and then uh, police showed up and dealt with the individual
0: how is the uh, captain doing now
1: I spoke to him the next day. He uh, Physically, he's fine. Obviously, he's upset. Um, just to touch base with him and his crew that they were doing okay. Um, like I said, he's physically fine, but uh, yeah, it's uh, upsetting. Obviously, we, we don't typically, uh, you know, it's not our job. Police deal with uh, crime and violence, and unfortunately, it's something that's increasing in our society exponentially lately and uh, we're first responders are encountering, encountering it more and more.
0: Well, just on that note, I mean, it's not too often we hear about something like this happening. Is it happening more?
1: I would say our interactions with uh, aggressive persons um, throughout the city, especially in the core, has increased. I mean, you don't have to be a doctor or a scientist to recognize that um, there's a huge increase of unsheltered persons in the core along the river, um, increase in drug use and mental illness. It's very unfortunate. The first responders are having to deal with this front line every day, every day of the year. So um, I would definitely say there's an increase.
0: How often might this have happened five or ten years ago? Well,
1: I've been on the job 23, 24 years, and... Uh, yeah, it's uh, not very common 10 years ago, I can tell you that.
0: So what can we do uh, in response to something like this? Uh, so A, I guess hopefully it doesn't happen again, but e, B, just to protect uh, you guys if if something does arise.
1: Well, absolutely. Like the first and foremost thing we want is an investigation done into the incident and what transpired uh, so we can learn from it. So our uh, worker side of our Joint Health and Safety filed a complaint, which instigates an investigation, and the employer must respond within 10 days. So we've done that. We're going to work with fire administration to make sure that we get some answers as to um, what happened and um, how we can improve and learn and, and train. I am speaking with uh, Todd Doherty's office later today. He's proposed an uh, amendment to Bill C-321, which is to update the criminal code against assaults against healthcare workers and first responders. His office reached out and wants a conversation later today. Um, You know, I I think what we're seeing around other municipalities is is training initiatives and uh, programs to help first responders, firefighters, police, ambulance, to deal with um, unsheltered individuals, individuals with mental illness, drug abuse, to try to get them first and foremost the help they need, and also to provide the skills and training that first responders need to interact and deal with them because we are literally there minutes after the call comes in
0: yeah, just so we're all clear todd doherty is the mp for the for mp that's, that's dealing with this right
1: yeah he's put forward an amendment to the bill to update the criminal code for assaults against healthcare workers and first responders And his office reached out earlier this week actually right after to um uh have a chat so we're doing that later this morning
0: those initiatives you talk about are, are good. Uh, there's it can't be a bad thing. But is it kind of a little bit sad? I mean, the job's dangerous enough for you guys. It doesn't. We don't need to add other other levels to this.
1: Well, absolutely. Like we say very commonly in the fire service, we have to get to the call to be able to help people. And uh, when we enter, in, encounter in dangerous uh, situations with crime or violence or aggressive citizens. It's not only an endangerment to us, the firefighters, but to the community and the citizens, because we're being called to help somebody. And if we're delayed in helping people because of these situations, it's not good for anybody. Um, First and foremost is the protection the health and safety of first responders and the firefighters. We want to do our job. We want to get there. We want to help the people that call us. And uh, um, yeah, these situations definitely don't help.
0: What's the mood amongst the firefighters uh, since this happened?
1: Well, support. Like, I mean, we're a very tight-knit group of individuals, uh, and, uh, you know, obviously nobody wants likes to hear these things, but we come together, we um, support each other, but uh, moving forward, everybody wants to know answers. We want to know what, what can we do to prevent this? What can we do to uh, train and... Um, be better so that the next time this happens, if it hopefully it doesn't happen, but next it will happen, um, maybe there's something more that can be done. Um, and I know the police are, and ambulance are dealing with the exact same thing.
0: It's it's one thing, you know, all first responders uh, don't need to have on their minds, right? You need just to be focusing on what's happening. You don't need to be looking over your back just for something else other than the, the incident you were called to, to respond to.
1: Well, that's absolutely right. Like I mean, I said earlier, you have to get to the call to be able to help, and that's from the moment the lights come on and we're dispatched out uh, to the moment we get to the emergency. Anything in between that is only a delay in helping those people that need us. And uh, you know, we pride ourselves in the fire service of having a very quick response time to be able to help people because seconds count.
0: Well, Jason, appreciate you uh, joining us today. Stay safe, and we'll we'll talk again.
1: Always appreciate the time, Devin. Thank you very much. Uh, take care.
0: You, you as well. That's uh, Jason yep. Timlick, uh, president of the London Professional Firefighters Association. 911? 911. What's your emergency? Ah, I'm on a cruise ship. Ah, there was an explosion. Oh, my God. The ship is sinking. I can't get out. There's water everywhere. We're going down. I've got a lock on your
1: location. Stay with me. Hurry. hurry. Hello. Hello? Are you there?